Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. You know, it's one thing to be ideological, and so as almost a gut reaction, you defend those who are ideologically connected to you. It's another thing to lose your mind about it. And that's the case here. When we talk about Joe Biden and these documents, that we're watching people be beyond irrational in their arguments. You want to dig into these documents? Well, you're just not dealing with the big important issues. You just want to have retribution against Joe Biden. Classified documents in offices, classified documents in homes, classified documents where Hunter Biden had access to them, and Hunter Biden is a national security risk. You know how I know this? Because the Obama administration was worried about him. The Obama administration thought the connections between Joe and Hunter and other things going on were an issue. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. 833-468-8669 on Twitter at Tony Katz. Find everything. TonyKatz.Locals.com. Yes, the Obama White House was very concerned about Hunter. But over there on the Sunday shows, Chuck Todd losing his mind, losing his mind on Senator Ron Johnson. I sit here with skeptics. Screaming, yelling, hooping, and hollering, trying to defend, trying to defend Hunter. Why would you defend Hunter Biden? Why can't there be an investigation? He gets 80000 a year from Burisma? Well, that's weird because he has no experience in the energy world. He gets that based on the last name of his father. The documents that come from the laptop that we know is legitimate, that discusses the idea of 10% for the big guy? There are real issues that any rational person would understand with Hunter Biden. That's not being conspiratorial. That's not being anything other than accurate. All I know is I had the left tell me for four years we need an investigation into Eric and Donald Trump Jr., if Eric and Donald Trump Jr. were doing a tenth of the stuff that we feel Hunter Biden is doing, you'd have an argument. But they weren't. I mean, you don't have to like them. It's totally fine with me if you don't like Donald or Eric. It's okay if you don't like Donald Sr. It's, it's totally fine. The question is, why would you give Hunter Biden a pass? Well, when your ideology also becomes your religion, becomes a cult, well, what else do you expect? This is what's going to happen. Thus, we get to Chuck Todd and Senator Ron Johnson. 
It is surreal how Chuck Todd treats the senator. Is, you know, I'll what? take your I'll, t I'll, t I'll take it your word that you're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. I'm curious, though. You seem are, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? I, I seem to have a not? pattern. I, I'm a journalist. I have are, to deal you, in facts. Are you not? Are you not I deal in facts. You, it says, Senator, my question to you is, uh, I'm always worried. I, I have skepticism of both parties. I sit here with skepticism of a lot of people's work. And I'm curious, so are you, were you at all concerned? Uh, this, your Senate Democrats want to investigate Jared Kushner's uh, loan from the Qatari government when he was working in the government negotiating uh, many things in the Middle East. Are you not as concerned about, are you not concerned about that? And I say that because it seems to me if you're concerned about what Hunter Biden did, you should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did. I wish you could see his face. If you wanted smug, defined in a dictionary, this face after this answer would be next to it. You should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did. The purse, like the lips, like like tightly against each other. The the little bit of of snobbery. Now I don't know. I mean, I I will admit it has certainly has not been a big of a story. Jared Kushner loan Qatari government. Let's go over it, shall we? Jared Kushner tried and failed to secure a $500 million loan from one of Qatar's richest businessmen before pushing his father-in-law to draw a hard line with the country. It has been alleged. So you get from that the idea that, hey, we want this loan. Oh, you won't give a loan? Okay, now we won't be your friends. Now we'll, uh, we'll make life rough on you. If he tried to get a loan and didn't get the loan, is he financially tied to Qatar? I'm, I'm just asking. I'm only curious. If Jared Kushner tried to get a loan and didn't get the loan, how is he financially linked? Now, if you want to argue that he pushed to have Qatar punished because he didn't get the loan, okay. Feel free. Investigate everyone. But now can we get back to what we know about Hunter Biden? Not what's alleged about Jared Kushner, what we know about Hunter Biden. What we know about Hunter Biden is that there were deals with China, there were deals with Ukraine. His father absolutely knew about the deals, even though the president told us he doesn't talk to his son about his overseas business dealings. We know that Hunter Biden has a drug problem. We know that Hunter Biden lied on his Form 4473 in order to purchase a firearm about doing those drugs. And we know he had access to potentially classified information in Joe Biden's house, in his office, and in his garage. I just gave you a list of what we know. Chuck Todd is arguing with the senator over what is alleged. And he ain't done. I, I'm I'm concerned about getting the truth. I don't target individuals. Target individuals. You, just, I you target don't. The truth. You're targeting Hunter Biden. My, my, my multiple concern, times my on this show, my, Senator. You're targeting an Chuck, individual. Chuck, my, my concern. My, you know, Chuck. You know, par, part of the problem, and, and this is pretty obvious to anybody watching this, is you don't invite me on to interview me. You invite me on to argue with me. 
You know, I'm just trying to lay out the facts that certainly Senator Grassley and I uncovered. They were suppressed. They were censored. They interfered in the 2020 election. Conservatives understand that. Unfortunately, liberals in the media don't. And that's part of the things yeah. that uh, part, of, part of the reasons our politics are inflamed is we do not have an unbiased uh, media. We don't. It's unfortunate. I'm all for a free press. Well, it needs Senator, to be more unbiased. Senator, There's look, misinformation is, look, on both partisan, sides, but the Senator, censorship and Senator, suppression look, we're trying to primarily do issues here in from fact, the left. Partisan cable, look, you can go back on your partisan cable cocoon and talk about media bias all you want. I understand it's part of your identity. Wow. Now, the problem here, you understand, is that Senator Ron Johnson didn't tell Chuck Todd to go to hell and the rest of NBC to kiss off, which is exactly what he should have done. Ron Johnson will answer the call the next time Chuck Todd calls. If you're going to do that and you're going to keep getting abused, why not abuse back? Why not tell Chuck Todd to kiss off? Why not call Chuck Todd a couple of choice names? Go back to your partisan cocoon. We don't allow that kind of talk here. We're the real news, not that cable news. My gosh, we actually have ratings and professionals. You want to talk that that nonsense? Bring it over there to the people with more letters after the NBC or before the NBC. I don't even keep up with the things. I'm very important. I'm Chuck Todd. Make fun of his mother and leave. I mean, if you're going to get abused, what's the point? I have met uh, Senator Ron Johnson only a couple of times. I actually was on a um, bus tour with him once. It was pretty weird. He would, the, 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 the dude was lovely enough. Um, I certainly haven't spoken with the man in well over a decade. This is not how you respond. And this is what drives people crazy about Republicans. This is not how you respond. Chuck Todd is a smug, arrogant, elitist jerk. Not because I say so, but because you heard it. If you're talking about Hunter Biden, you're talking about Hunter Biden. You can then ask about uh, Jared Kushner. I don't mind anyone asking that question, but all I have is allegations. I have nothing factual. And if you want me to spend my life focused on allegations, I simply won't do it. Give me some data. Hunter Biden, we have data. So it's not a question of targeting Hunter Biden. It's that Hunter Biden is a problem. And Hunter Biden is connected to his father, the President of the United States. That's a problem. I don't know why. I don't know why uh, why Chuck Todd freaked out so much. And by the way, MSNBC, maybe they're worse. Because when you hear Joe Scarborough scream about gas stoves, you're going to lose your mind. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. I must admit, I did get wrapped up in the idea of why in the world are people still talking about gas stoves? The Biden administration was insane to bring it up through the Consumer Protection Safety Commission. 
that somehow gas stoves are responsible for childhood asthma, the biggest killer of children out there, the secret killer, your gas stove, and it has to, of course, be taken away. And it was amazing to watch the chorus of people on the political left who were like, yes, gas stoves are bad and must be taken away. You know, like they were making a hostage video. Every day they wake up, okay, what is the thing that I say now? All right, I'll go say that thing. And then they go say that thing. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, that's the number. 833-468-8669. Find everything, TonyKatz.Locals.com, TonyKatz.Locals.com. And I said, people are going to keep talking about this. Why... Why in, in the world are we still talking about this? This is, this is ridiculous. And then it dawned on me, well, the reason we're talking about it is, well, exactly why we should. Look at the extent to which this federal government simply will not leave us alone. Now, you could say this about other political parties as well. You could say this about Republicans. When you see government overreach, which is, well, always when you allow government to get to this size, they never leave you alone. Me, I don't don't know about you. Me, I desperately want to be left alone. It's actually all I want. I want to be left to my own devices. The government doing less for me. It was uh, former President Obama who once argued that the problem with the Constitution is that it's a grouping of negative charters, what government cannot do to you versus what government must do for you. We have a very, very different view of the world, do former President Obama and I. That's exactly what I want. What the government cannot do to me, I'll take care of the rest. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't want the government being involved in whether or not I can have a gas stove. I want to be left alone. But the gas stove conversation took hold. And then on MSNBC this morning, and you guys know I do a morning show, right? We've got this show right here, syndicated. It's heard weekends across the country, now on WGCL. Uh, in, in Bloomington, Indiana, great, great, great to have you guys with us. I'll say hello in just a, a minute. We'll, 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 we'll make a proper introduction. But the show is heard in, in, in Atlanta and, and in Tulsa, across Indiana, St. Louis, right? And I caught this from, from Joe Scarborough over there at MSNBC, and I'm like, my gosh, he really doesn't understand why this is a story. And you learn two things. A, the complete and total disconnect that guys like Joe Scarborough over there at Morning Joe MSNBC have from you, me, and we. They have no understanding of us at all. It's a disdain for us, as you may very well know. So first, they have no connectivity. And and they're proud of it. And then there's a follow-up to this. Who exactly are they talking to when they have these kinds of shows? When they decide that this is how they're going to approach the subject.
course, gas prices have now really fallen. The that issue is gone. Okay. And now but they lost turned the election. Okay. But yes. they lost the election. They right. lost the election. They got beaten in the Senate. We, we know that. Instead of Kevin McCarthy's prediction of 60 House seats. The they, red wave. They, they didn't get the red wave. You look at how every governor in Biden's party. I mean, you have to go back to 1934 for a party to do as badly as the Republican Party did here across the nation. And they keep trying this stuff. I'm, I'm here as a friend I'm, telling them. You're no friend. Grow the blank to these up. people. Grow <laughs> up. You need to start winning elections again. Grow up. They can't hear you. No, I know they, they can't. can't. They have these it's little earmuffs on. Let's stop just for a moment and take that all in. You mean if Republicans notice what it is that others are saying, it's their fault for noticing? The argument now is not that the left would volunteer this idea of we should get rid of gas stoves. And they went so far as the Consumer Protection Safety Commission, Richard Trumka Jr., stating that, look, we're not going to take your stove. We're just going to prevent you from buying a new stove. We have the right to ban these things because they hurt children or something. That's what they said. Now you see people comment about it. And the argument from Joe Scarborough is this? Across the nation. And they keep trying this stuff. I'm, I'm here as a friend I'm, telling them. You're no friend. Grow the blank to these up. people. Grow <laughs> up. You need to start winning elections again. What a weird, freaky, creepy response from what has become a weird, freaky, creepy dude. MSNBC's Morning Joe used to be the show you would go to when you wanted an intellectual conversation, right? Fox and Friends was going to give you more of the happy-go-lucky and then, of course, some news stories. And I've appeared a lot of Fox and Friends. I appreciate those guys tremendously. But Morning Joe is when you wanted the real intellectual bite. This is the intellectual bite? The Republicans are wrong to comment about something the political left put out there? So what? The left can just say anything and the right should never say anything about it? Therefore, the left can get their way because if the right says something about it, why are you obsessing political right? And as for intellectual, this is Mika Brzezinski. Over there at MSNBC. Can't hear you. No, I know they, they can't. can't. They have these it's little earmuffs on. I'm like, like Horton. Little munchkins with earmuffs. I'm like Horton. I want just one. They're squeezing what, the ears really hard. person to hear a who out there, John Heilman. They're like little munchkins with earmuffs, and they're squeezing the ears really hard. Holy crap. How does this guy get paid more money than I do? My God, this is, we're the, we're the ones being silly for noticing that they want to do away with gas ovens. They're talking about trolls or whatever, munchkins with, with earmuffs, and we're the problem. It's always good to point out the levels to which they've lost their heads. And a reminder to you not to, not to lose your head. Your right to notice exactly how strange this conversation is about doing away with gas ovens and your right to notice 
that government put in the wrong hands in the eyes, in the in the name of do-goodery, the guise of do-goodery, will always try and help you by making your life more difficult. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. I hear the drums echoing tonight. Cheers only whispers of some quiet. Growing and growing some more. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669 today. Adding WGCL to the family, WGCLradio.com. That is Bloomington, Indiana. Don't you know? So I, I don't know whether every time we grow, do I have to, you know, do you, do you stop and introduce yourself? Do you like like go through the 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 whole gamut and like like tell your whole story, bring the whole bio, the 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 curriculum verite? Is that what you do, or do you just you know bring up that uh, I'm I'm winning on two bids right now on eBay? Two bids. I'm not gonna tell you what because you'll bid against me, but uh, but so far so good. I do that in in kind of spurts. I'll be like, ooh, that's interesting, and I'll just lose my mind. Uh, no, it's it's good to be on in Bloomington. Happy to be uh, with you. I joked on Twitter that all of the Indiana University professors are going to love me. Here's where I think it gets fascinating. You never actually know. Part, I mean, the the, the joke is is top line good, right? Because you make uh, he he's here's Tony Katz and he's uh, a political conservative and completely. Un- unashamed of it and then you know it's it's college professors and they're all liberals and oh it's just gonna be smashing into each other you don't know that about the professors at all do you i mean don't get me wrong the odds are with you and you could tell me oh i know some very liberal professors at iu uh, they're very liberal professors at colleges all across the country then there are those people who are there just to be professors we don't know their politics and we thank you. And even if they're not like like fans, you know, and texting secretly, love you so much, which is the best. The best is when, you know, I'm here in Indianapolis and, and I host the, the morning show on, on 93.1 FM WIBC. And, and uh, you've been doing this midday show for a while. And then the, the show is heard all across the country. And then in addition to this, what I do with Tony Katz today, I have a cigar and bourbon show called Eat, Drink, Smoke. Uh, we review bourbon, cigars, uh, food uh, trends, and that's all over the country. That's what, 60 stations across the country. And then I do work on, on, on Fox and News Nation, Newsmax. I've done stuff with MSNBC and CNN before. Uh, I, I've got a book called Let's Go Bourbon. Uh, it's the bourbon reader you've always needed. Let's Go Barbecue will be out for Father's Day 2023. All right, so 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 I do a bunch of these things, and it's always so great when someone will come up to you and go, hey, love the show, and then run away. Run away. I really appreciate what you're doing. And then immediately head off because they don't want anybody seeing that they're talking to me. I mean, there are plenty of people who sit and talk and chat, and it's great, and I, I appreciate it. But a lot of times people, they, they, they don't want to make politics the entirety of their life, and they're not wrong. You know, the the, the people who are into this, um, the, the junkies, if you will, I get it. 
I understand it. And and even I, who who do this for a living, I, I mix it up. I mean, there's movie talk, there's music talk. Uh, you know, there there's constantly sports uh, conversations going on. Because there's more than just the hard edge. I don't want to spend my life angry. I don't want to spend it screaming and yelling. I do want to be focused. I do want to engage properly. I, I, I certainly am never going to be put in a position where, where somehow I have to be afraid of having a conversation because someone's not going to like my political opinion. That's, that's nonsense. I'm not going to do that at all. I'm, I, I, I talk for a living. It's kind of fantastic. But I really get that that a lot of people can't. Their job won't allow it. And then there are the um, the the atmospheres that don't allow for it. Never forget that not everybody on a college campus, and I'm not signaling, 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 singling, singling out IU here. Although, I mean, we're on in Bloomington, so I, I bring it up. There are 98.7 FM, Bloomington's Voice. There are definitely people who agree. Whether or not they're allowed to say so is the question. This is true on the campus of Purdue University, West Lafayette. This is true on the campus of, of, uh, of Washington University of St. Louis. This is true at the University of Oklahoma. This is true on the campus of Emory. In Atlanta, of course this is true. Not everybody thinks the same way. And part of our problem is we take people or we take groups and we, we broad brush them. And some of that problem comes from groups who try to broad brush themselves. So one of the places we, 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 we look at this is with the concept of LGBTQ. And you realize that people who discuss being gay in that way aren't actually discussing being gay. They're discussing being aligned with a political movement. We're not discussing people who are transgender. We're talking about being aligned with a political movement. You're LGBTQIA. And, and I, by the way, I'm not sure what the A is. I don't know what the what the A is. The Q was questioning. The I is what they refer to as intersex. I have no idea what the A is. Um, it's whether or not you're politically aligned. How many gay men and gay women are out there who just want to be left alone? They don't agree with the radicalness going on in schools or with doctors regarding transgender. This story from Fox News, Children's Hospital Gender Program Navigator touts giving uteruses from live donors to trans women, meaning men. This is a real conversation that took place. Unity of Pitt University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. A presentation called Fertility in the LGBTQIA plus community. that is not just discussing providing surgeries for children who make the claim they're transgender, which I believe is child abuse. They're children. 
But the idea that someone could donate a uterus and therefore a man can be made biologically a woman. That's the kind of forced transplant stuff you hear about in North Korea and China. You know, there was that um, art installation called Bodies. Did you ever see Bodies? It, 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 it's, it's done the traveling. And what it is, it's these people who have given their bodies to science and they've been dissected and there's been slices of them done so you can see the human body in these slices. I mean, from head to toe, it, it's, it's kind of stunning. Until you realize... Until you realize that these bodies come from China. And you understand there's no way to know whether or not these people actually donated their bodies. Because these bodies, in many cases, are way too healthy. Now we want to have people discussing here in the United States the idea of donating uteruses, but not donating, telling a girl that she's really a boy and you don't need this. Well, if a gay person looks at the story I just shared and says, that's disgusting, I want no part of that, are they still LGBTQIA+, or have they been excommunicated out of the political movement. All those gay men who fought physically at Stonewall in Manhattan to be able to just walk down the street and hold someone's hand, if they don't believe children should be given surgeries to change their gender, are they still LGBTQIA? Plus? It's a political movement. That's what it is. It is a virtue signaling movement for people to scream, I'm an ally, I'm an ally. But it doesn't actually mean anything. Not everybody who is gay is part of the movement. And not every professor on a college campus near you is progressive. That's very important to remember that some of them simply because of their jobs aren't able to speak. They're not able to share. They're not able to voice opinions. And then you've created on college campuses entire situations where somehow the student thinks they're in charge. The students, oh, this course is too tough. You have to change the course load. And this teacher isn't being woke enough. They have to do more. If any university system, any administration, gives that much power to students, they are failing the students, and that is a university you should not belong to. Because that would be a university failing to recognize that the student needs education because the student doesn't know anything yet. Well, of course the student doesn't know anything yet. I mean, that's the, that's the whole point of going to college, of going to the university. 
so you can learn some things, so you can realize how little you knew before you got there and how much more you know now. The student walks in and the student's the expert, the student's the pro. Look, we could agree or disagree on, on, on the policies, but if we think that a 19-year-old has got it all figured out, we're out of our heads. Well, we trust 19-year-olds to join the military. Yes, but we don't make them generals, now do we? They're privates and they're corporals and they're eating a lot of crap. They're learning their way. And if we do not have a university system that ensures that teachers are the one, professors are the one leading that way, we don't have a university system worth a damn. Tony, are you suggesting that the students should be listened to less? Yes, that's actually exactly what I'm suggesting, yes. 1,000% and twice on Sunday. Oh, you know how many classes on Sunday? Then twice Monday through Friday and possibly Saturday and add in Sunday. And don't forget the Jewish holidays, especially Tishba of. You gotta have that. Hey, you can look it up, Tishbov. It's, it's it's a fun one. There are plenty of students on university campuses who don't agree with the top line that you see. There are plenty of professors who don't agree with the top line. They're not part of the movement. They actually want to learn, and they actually want to teach. To them, I say, hey, it's good to be on WGCL there in Bloomington. And I swear to you, I swear to you, I hope uh, I'm on stations near 100 campuses soon. Find everything, TonyCats.locals.com. Twitter, uh, Tony Katz as well. I would tell you Facebook where it's Tony Katz Radio, but I do very little work there now because it's Facebook and it's just a bunch of dreck. It really, really is. Instagram, Tony Katz. All right, I still do work there. More to get to. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today. Approximately 60,000 people have died of COVID in China since they eased their restrictions. The lockdowns, you know, were, were massive. 60,000 people have died since. So they let loose on the restrictions. People were able to get out of their homes. If that's the case, what was the point of the lockdown? Doesn't it prove that lockdowns don't work? If you lock them down, because that way nobody would get COVID and nobody would be able to transmit COVID, and then they're out of their houses and everyone gets COVID or transmits COVID, then what was the point of the lockdown? Wouldn't you have been better of having these things kind of matriculate out? Would, would that be the right word? Slowly? As opposed to this, this everybody getting out all at once, bam. People making their own decisions. The, the virus would, would move as it moves. Certainly some people would die because it is a virus that with the comorbidities ha, has, has hurt people. Of course oh, the comorbidities have done the damage. But you prove that you locked people down, you destroyed their lives, and you got nothing in return for it. Good lesson of how never, ever, ever 
to engage in lockdowns. Here comes after that Dr. Leanna Wen. Isn't she the one who used to run Planned Parenthood? She's a CNN medical analyst, Washington Post columnist, putting in a column that the medical community is overcounting the amount of COVID deaths and hospitalizations. Well, no kidding. A person dies in a motorcycle accident. What'd they die of? COVID. You don't know that COVID didn't cause the accident. That's what we got told. We saw actual cases of this. The person was 472 pounds. They had diabetes and hypertension. What'd they die of? COVID. No, they didn't. That is exactly what they've been putting. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the United States is experiencing about 400 COVID deaths every day. At that rate, there would be nearly 150,000 deaths a year. But are these Americans dying from COVID or with COVID? Some of you may not have been with us on this show over the years of COVID. This is exactly the conversation we had. Every day, not listening to the to the talking heads, but looking at the data and asking questions that were valuable. Because that's how you handle these situations. Honestly, clearly, directly. Two and a half years later, she's asking the question, but are these Americans dying from COVID or with COVID? Better late than never? No, that's too nice? That probably is too nice. Eh, sometimes I'm a nice guy. TonyCats.locals.com. That's where you find it all. This is Tony Katz today.